Welcome back to My Brother's an Idiot. Yes, it's that podcast that you love and we love more because we just talk shit to each other about whatever the hell we want. And welcome. My name is Matt. I'm the King of the Goons. Make sure that you follow us on our social channels. My Brother is an Idiot on Facebook, uh, The Idiot Goons on Twitter, uh, or King Goon Smoke on TikTok if you'd like to learn more about barbecue. Let me kick you around the rest of the squad. We will start first with MJ Mikaela, dipshit, or the voice of God, our lovely producer. Michaela, how's it going? <laughs> what in the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Michaela, how's it going? Oh, the beeps start early. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Another wild nana has appeared. How's it going tonight? You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use that. They're not paying us yet. No, right? Damn it. <laughs> right. There's another beep. Yep. <laughs> uh, next, the patriarch, the emperor goon, the goon emeritus, the beginner of all that is goon. Milty, what's going on, bud? Just want to let you all know that, you know, I've been putting up with a lot of this horse shit for months and now I finally get my football. Started tonight, right? We got some nervous people out there, a kicker, a quarterback, maybe even a coach that miscalled a a play near the sideline, threw the flag out a little bit too soon. But you know what? It's all great. For those of you listening at home, we are recording this podcast right in the middle of the Dallas and Tampa Bay game. So Milty's super excited because the NFL season has begun, and we'll talk more about that here a little bit. Next, last but not least, I summon the idiot, my brother, the goon, goon, and football is here. So am I. Hey, how come everyone else has like 15 nicknames and I'm just the idiot? (laughs) Well, you're the idiot, the goon, my brother. Yeah, but you're like the king smoke and you're like the king goon and like king of everything. And Michaela is like God, and then there's like an emperor, and I'm just the idiot? Yeah, you're like the court jester. No. Yeah. I'm way smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes the court jester is the smartest guy at court, because he has to make fun of everybody without letting him know he's making fun of everybody. I think that I do a fantastic job of that. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if the shoe fits, you must wear it, my friend. How you doing, bud? I am doing good. How about you? Fine. All right, thanks, Mark, and we'll come up with a nickname for you. How's that? Okay. Okay. All right, we've got an action-packed show ready for you. Lots of stuff to get into, so let us get underway. First, we have a game. Uh, MJ is going to have us guess the franchise. She's dug into her little computer world and figured out some players based on average value, stuff that we don't understand because stats, and we have to guess the name of the team. Uh, MJ, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was making noise and she just stared through my soul. <laughs> We've already got technical issues aplenty on this thing, Mark. Let's not make it any worse. Oh, but it's so much fun. <laughs> sure, there's more coming. All right, dipshit, take it away. All right, you guys ready? The just quick reminder how it works. I have three players who are in the top 30 of approximate value all time for each team. You just need to tell me what team it is. They're all NFL teams. So. What in the sweet Christ was that? (laughs) (laughs) Who is getting murdered? Where? We're losing (laughs) Milty. Oh my God. (laughs) All right, first team. You ready? Tony Gonzalez, Jerry Mays, Travis Kelsey. It's the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, the Kansas City the Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Hooray! Hooray! That one was pretty easy. All right. That's great, but who are the chefs? Mm-hmm. Oh, great googly moogly. All right, next team. Uh, Ralph Baker, Marvin Powell, Chris Martin. I can see Mark Googling with my eyes. No, actually, I was not. I was responding to a question in the chat, but, you know, whatever. Because I don't know what an in-mute is. 
What were the names again? Ralph Baker, Marvin Powell, Curtis Martin. Oh, Curtis uh, Martin. Oh, Curtis that's Martin. The, that's the no. Jets. That's it's the, the Jets. Patriots. It's the Jets. The Jets. It's the Jets. Oh. Ah, J E T E Jets. <laughs> All right. Last team. Tom Rafferty, Randy White, Dave Edwards. Green Bay. That'd be the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Randy White, Green Bay Packers. Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. You're thinking of Reggie White. I was thinking of Reggie White. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hooray. All right. Hooray. Good job, Goon Squad. All right. Thank you very much, Michaela. Let us talk about the Denver Broncos. The season, ladies and gentlemen, is upon us. Game one of the 2021 season is Sunday. By the time you listen to this, it might be over. Depends on when we get this thing yeeted out into the internet. Uh, Denver's playing the Giants. I will throw it around the panel. Mark, give me your prediction for the game. How do you think this thing's going to go? Broncos win. (laughs) 24-17 is going to be the final score of that game, sir. Very good. How do you see it going? Uh, It's going to be a game where they're playing on the East Coast. So the Broncos are not going to look as crisp as they normally should. And they're going to scare us all for the season. First half is going to look very ugly, but we're going to pull through and Teddy Bridgewater is going to have a fourth quarter comeback. Awesome. Milty, what do you think? 22-20. It's going to be the Broncos win. They're going to have a safety right at the end after a tied score close to the end of the game. 22-20, Broncos win. I'm writing down that you're calling for the safety. There you go. All right, Michaela. 21-14, Broncos win. The Broncos are going to get three touchdowns, and the Giants are going to get two. <laughs> In case you couldn't see it at home, she gave us the thumbs up. I <laughs> I don't know if they're going to break 20. Uh, Mark said it. They're playing on the East Coast. They generally don't play well when they have to travel that far. I do think they're going to win. I think it's going to be 17-10. to 10. I don't have any faith in Danny Dimes whatsoever. And there's just going to be no way he can be able to move the ball against this defense. So there you go. 17 to 10. Uh, Thank you very much, Goon Squad. Let us move on to the next topic in the Broncos. You're welcome, Matt. Dink, dink. Let's put a bow on it. (laughs) I didn't say that. (laughs) A little bit of Broncos news this week. Bradley Chubb was detained for a failure to appear on a traffic a citation. Uh, funny thing is, he just could have walked across the street and taken care of it. But, you know, he forgot, I guess, MJ. Um, concern, not concerned. What do you think's going on here? I'm more concerned about his ankle, like whether or not he's actually 100% to play. He looked good in the preseason, but uh, if he's going to miss time, it will probably be for an injury, not for forgetting to pay a speeding ticket. Milty, chime in. Yo, I just, if you don't care that you, or you care that you thought it was taken care of, right? But you don't follow up. You're an idiot. (laughs) Is he our brother? You can buy brother when he's on the football field. (laughs) There you go. He's our brother, the idiot. That's why I can call him an idiot. (laughs) There you go. Nice. Bunga, hit us with your knowledge. Yeah, so not only could he have just walked across the street to Arapahoe County to take care of this, he could have also just, you know, taken his lawyer or handler or whoever he has and have them do all of this for him. Cause I'm sure with the amount of money he has, he's got somebody to do all of this for him. So I'm not sure why his person in charge of doing things that are every day, isn't doing this for him. Uh, it seems like a failure on a, a large portion of that. I'm not concerned about this at all. These kind of things tend to unfold after the season is over magically for some reason. I'm not sure why, but it always seems like anytime a player is in trouble, it's going to happen in February. <laughs> so I don't, I don't see him missing any time over something dumb like this. So uh, again, yeah, I, uh, the ankle looks okay. We'll see how it looks in the regular season, but he's just a moron. And so is his lawyer slash whoever is handling all of this bullshit for him. Yeah, exactly. I can't add anything to that. Well done. Thank you very much. And in other news, really, that, that's been a quiet week for the Broncos, which is a really good thing. You know, nothing to report, which means they're going to practice. They're practicing. 
they're doing their meetings and they're going home. Um, no one's doing anything stupid so far, knock on wood. You know, there's not any major uh, injury concerns to worry about so far, knock on wood. We do have the ankle to, to keep track of, but it's been a quiet week. So let's have a good start to the season. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk. <laughs> let's have the big predict. And we are going to talk about the NFL season and break it down conference by conference, division by division. Let us start in the NFC and the NFC North. Michaela, who do you think is going to take the title in the NFC North? You know, I don't even have the list pulled up. <laughs> I don't know who's in the NFC I'm going to say Green Bay is going to take the NFC North, followed by Minnesota, then Chicago, then Detroit, because Green Bay still has angry Aaron Rodgers on their side. I'm just writing down the first place team. I'm not writing all that down. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) We can always just reload it up and listen to it again. Milty, NFC North, your prediction. Well, I'm going with uh, Magical Michaela, the Packers, uh, for number one. I could give you the rest of it, too, but you don't give a shit. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, your turn. Uh, There's a giant disparity in this division between the top team and the rest of the division. Um, The Bears don't really have a quarterback, per se. Uh, The Vikings are the Vikings, and they've got an anti-vaxxer as their quarterback, and he may be out for a couple games, and that's going to screw him over. Uh, The Lions are just, what a pile of trash that whole dumpster fire is there in Detroit. Sorry if anybody's listening out there and the D. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's the Packers and everybody else out there. So what are you giving me that weird look for? The D. The D, yeah, Detroit, the D, the dumpster fire. (laughs) Yeah, so there's a giant disparity. It's Green Bay all the way. The only thing that could really derail that season is if uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, loses both of his legs. One would probably do it. Maybe. I mean, I could see him playing through (laughs) with one leg. Like the Black Knight, you know, he could go with one leg. (laughs) What is he going to do? It's just a flesh wound. What's he going to do? Bleed on them? (laughs) Jump through the Matrix. (laughs) I'm going to make it a clean sweep. This is Green Bay's division to lose. There's just not enough talent anywhere else. Uh, That's fine. All right. Let us talk about the NFC South. Back to you, MJ, your prediction for this division. Uh, it's gonna be, oh. Oh? (laughs) Hold on. Uh, I'm gonna say Tampa, first, then New Orleans, then Atlanta, then Carolina. All right, Milty. You know, there just isn't, you know, the the Saints, there, no breeze. Um, I don't see their quarterbacks there doing any good, so it's gotta be Tampa Bay. Awesome. Mark? Yeah, I mean, this one's a little bit more interesting with the Saints. Um, I mean, obviously, they've got a, an interesting dilemma there at quarterback, but I think that actually makes them a lot more interesting this year because they have a young Jameis Winston who can throw the ball around and is not going to wear down like Drew Brees did. Otherwise, it's the same team. I know that Michael Thomas is out for at least six weeks, but I think that that team is really strong. Um, I do think that it is Tampa Bay's division to win or lose, um, starting with tonight specifically, which is much more interesting game than I think that Vegas wants it to be. But uh, that's why, you know, the games are played. But yeah, Tampa Bay first and then, you know, uh, New Orleans is going to make it interesting. Jesus, we're boring. Tampa Bay all the way. Um, not having Michael Thomas, I think, hurts to Mark's point. Uh, we'll see if the quarterback whisperer in uh, in New Orleans can actually get Jameis not to throw 40 touchdowns and 40 picks, which would make it really just a horrendous season, um, but incredibly fun to watch. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's Tampa until they don't win it. All right. The NFC East. This one ought to be fun. MJ. Mm-hmm. I don't like any of these teams. <laughs> Nor do any of us. Uh, you know, I'm just going to base it entirely off tonight and say Dallas. Then, I guess, Washington. 
the Giants, and then the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Milty, worst division in football. Who you got? You know, it's the, the Cowboys, I guess, would be the likely choice, but I'm going to go completely off the grid and take Philly. We got to do something <laughs> different. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. <laughs> oh man. Jalen Hurts is surprised that you took that pick. <laughs> I'm sure he is. <laughs> Can you imagine the odds I could get in Vegas? <laughs> All right, Mark, your turn. Yeah. Um. I'm. It's really a two-team division. Uh. I don't think that the Giants got significantly better. Uh, and this is a make or break year for the quarterback uh, there. Um, I, the Eagles are just so bad and talentless that I, they're, they're not going to make it anywhere. They, they could be the worst team in football. Um, I, you know, it's really a two team race between the Washington football and the Cowboys. I really like the, the coach for Washington and I really hate the coach for Dallas. So <laughs> um, I do think there's a lot of talent on the Cowboys side. So they could end up with the division. I'm going to say that they barely squeak out the division and there is not a wild card team coming out of there. Yeah. Same, same. I'm going with Dallas, you know, a health, healthy Dak Prescott and he looks pretty good in the game we're watching right now. Uh, they got a little bit better on defense. They've already turned uh, Tampa over twice in the first half. Uh, they play a little bit of defense, and Dak looks good. They've got some receivers to throw to. Zeke is running well. I'm going with Dallas as well. To be fair, none of us like the Cowboys. We just Correct. hate all of the other teams more. Correct. We, <laughs> Except we for Milty, who we don't like them. We I don't like. Them. I don't like the Eagles either. But I gotta <laughs> yeah. jump out they're, of the They're not going to win more than three games, Milty. God, we'll they're see. just fucking brutally bad. They're going to win three games in their division, and that's just the home games, maybe. <laughs> God, we'll see that, that we'll in week 16. They don't like their own quarterback. That's one of those oh, teams. Yep, that's true. All right, NFC West, MJ, start us off. Mm, I'm going to say the Rams, then Seattle, then the Giants, then Arizona. I don't know anything about this division. I don't know if any of them are good. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know. All right, Milty, who you got? I think this is a pretty good division, actually. Uh, and, you know, Russell Wilson for Seattle is still around. Uh, they all seem to have some pretty good teams. That I Actually, I have to agree with her. I'm going to take the Rams. Awesome. Marco. Uh, this is a pretty top-heavy division. I think all of the best teams are in the West in both uh, conferences. Um, 49ers could be really good, but they are not secure at the quarterback position. Obviously, Jimmy G comes in uh, as the starting guy, maybe. I mean, nobody's announced it except for Jimmy G. Um, and that uh, after outside of that, you've got, you know, the darling Cardinals with, uh, uh, forgive me, I can't remember his name, at quarterback who... Um, Kyler Murray. Thank you. Who uh, is good, but is also... Michaela's size, so we'll probably get hurt at some point because he's just we. And the Rams, you know, that's, you know, everyone's darling coach, and he now has the quarterback that he likes, so it could be a really good season for them. Seahawks are there too. You know, they just kind of reload with Pete Carroll and kind of keep going and let Russ cook. But if you let him cook too much, he sucks. <laughs> I mean, he was the MVP, everyone's MVP of the first half of the season last year. And then they let him cook a little bit too much, and it was like a bucker scoop. So um, I as well am going to go with the Rams. I think that as long as they can keep Matt Stafford upright, they're going to have a hell of a year, and that defense looks really good too. So uh, There's no doubt that they made the biggest upgrade um, in the division, especially quarterback Matt Stafford, incredibly underappreciated. Uh, it had nothing really to work with besides one receiver for you know a bunch of years, but that was it, and the Detroit as a team is terrible. Um, everyone could recognize the talent that Stafford brings. Let's see what uh, the Rams can do. The big D. Yep, the big D. No, that's just the D. The big D is Dallas, if you ask them. Big D, dumpster fire. Big D. <laughs> <laughs> or just dump, the big right. dump. All right, so I just want to point this out. We have picked basically 16 teams, and only one of us picked one that nobody else picked. We are, And that was just a stupa pick. <laughs> that was just, um, it was just a shot, just no, to try no, to be just, different. 
right? <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to mix it up just a little bit, and I will start on the AFC side, and we will go backwards. So the AFC North, this is a fun division. You've got the Ravens, the Browns and the Steelers are all going to be competitive. Now the Ravens are, that's going to be dicey because they had two ACLs in practice today. They lost Marcus Peters and Gus Edwards, uh, one of the offense, one of the defense. They have no running backs besides guys are picking up off the street. It looks like you're going to get uh, Le'Veon and I can't remember who the other guy they picked up today. Uh, both of them onto the practice squad. I mean, Lamar is Lamar, but we'll see what happens. I am actually going to go with the Steelers here. I like what I see out of Najee Harris. Uh, ben is Ben. Uh, he's serviceable. They play good defense. They just re-inked TJ Watt to a huge deal. Uh, got the best defensive player in football. I like the Steelers in this division. Uh, Mark, who you got? Did you pick the Steelers? I did. Okay. Um, we're going to differ a little bit then. That's good. Uh, the Bengals are clearly the worst team in the division. Clearly. Um, they're very top heavy with quarterback. Uh, I think that kid's going to be really good, but I don't think that they did enough to help him out on the offensive line. They drafted running, they drafted, uh, wide receivers and that doesn't really help. Go ahead. Did you see what Jamar Chase said about the football today? No. He, he said the difference in the college ball and the pro ball is the pro ball doesn't have the white stripes on it. So he has to look for the laces to be able to see the football. That sounds okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they've got how many it. billions of wide receivers have been if nobody's said that? I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> Catch the ball. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, I mean, they're clearly the worst team in the division. They could be the number one pick also. There's like three or four really bad teams in the NFL, and the Bengals are going to be one of those. Uh, their division doesn't help at all. Uh, the Steelers are an interesting team. I don't think Ben's going to make it through this season healthy. He's just not as mobile as he was, and he seems mentally fragile the last couple of years. So we'll see what happens there. Um, as far as the Ravens go, yeah, they don't have any running back depth, and that is a team that thrives on the run. So we'll see what happens with that team. John Harbaugh seems to be, you know, next man up, whatever, blah, 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 smash mouth football. Um, and then they just run between the pipes and then just hand it off and then just kind of throw. But I I really think that the Browns are the, the class of the division. Um, they've got a halfway decent quarterback, and then everything else around them is just awesome. So, uh, they, I mean, just they've got the best team top to bottom, I think. And Stefanski's second year with the system, I think they'll be they'll be the, the division winner. So there. So there. Milty, your turn. Mark, i got to agree with you. i got the Browns for number one, um, and it's tight for second place. The Ravens, God, I don't know. Steelers are, you know, they got that constant – pressure defense it's always it's always there the Ravens Ravens with the players starting to drop <laughs> have them tied for a second and what you say about poor old Cincinnati Southern Ohio loses again bungles 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 <laughs> yep, bungles the bungles got a bungle all right thanks Milty MJ your turn I'm gonna say Cleveland wins because I like making Pittsburgh fans sad <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anybody in Pittsburgh, Mark? Do you know? <laughs> Nobody gives me state demos. I just get worldwide right. demos. Right. <laughs> the state demos huge. It's like 30 states now. So I don't know. Yay! Yay! But nobody in Mexico. Nobody fucking assholes. In Mexico. All right. The AFC South. Uh, I, this is a fun division because it's got the worst team. What I think is the worst team in the league. Speaking of dumpster fire, Texas is a goddamn mess. Uh, or the Houston's are a goddamn Houston. <laughs> Texas Houston. Full disclosure: I'm not even drinking. That this has just gone off the rails quick. The Houston Texans. are For a those of you mess. listening at home, there was a uh, statement made by our producers saying, "Hey guys, it was a lot of fun recording this, but don't be as shit faced as you were last week. <laughs> yeah. I would kill all of you." <laughs> right, right. 
Yeah, the Houston Texans a mess. Uh, they've got that first-year head coach, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, if he lets a trainer get within five yards of him this year, regardless if he's got one bloody stump because someone ripped his arm off and beat him up with it, I'm going to be shocked because he lost his starting job. Someone decided to give him a uh, pain-killing needle in the chest and punctured his lung. Uh, he's not going to give this starting job up for anything. Um, they do have Philip Lindsay. Uh, we all love P. Lins, but the rest of the team's just a joke. Uh, I think the Texans are the worst in football. Colts, who knows what's going to happen with their quarterback, can't stay healthy. He's fighting a foot. Their big guard, start, he's fighting a foot. Jags are the Jags. Uh, they, they could be decent. We'll see what happens with that rookie quarterback, but this is the yes, Mark. When you say fighting a foot, I think of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you. Shout out to the Foot Clan. This division is all Titans all the way. Uh, they still have Derrick Henry. They've got that good defense. Tannehill's been good. Uh, they added a lot of talent at wide receiver. Uh, I think this is the Titans division. Mark, who you got? Oh, boy. This is a rough division to cover. Um, I've got friends who are covering Houston, the Houstons, <laughs> the Texas Houstons. <laughs> and, and, man, what a what a fucking awful, awful mess that is. I mean, just, just fucking Grode, grody, 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 grody. I do feel bad for Tyrod Taylor. He finally gets a starting job. He finally gets a team. And, man, just brutal. It's them. It's the Jets. It's the Bengals. And uh, there was one other team I was thinking of that's going to be at the bottom, and I can't think of who it is. But there's four teams that are just absolutely – oh, the uh, Milty's Milty's division winners there in the East. (laughs) (laughs) Philadelphia, that's the other one. Um, I don't like – uh, the Jaguars, they didn't get good enough on offensive line, and they have a couple weapons, but they're very young. Um, I, they just didn't get good enough for me, I think, and their coach is a wild card, to say the least, and be nice about it. Uh, so I don't like them at all. Colts, yeah, as their quarterback goes, he will be hurt, and they don't have a backup plan there. So I think you, you have to go with the Titans. I mean, they're, they were the division winner last year. They can keep D. Henry healthy and motoring, that team will be just fine and they will win the division easily. Milty, your turn. Yeah, the Titans could win this division with a six and ten record or six and eleven record. So uh there's there's gonna be one team in the NFL that's gonna have a goose egg when the season's over on one side of it. It's gonna be the Houston Texans. Zero and seventeen. <laughs> Mark, you have something to say. I do. Milty. So the Titans are going to win all of their games in the division plus one game. And <laughs> I thought the AFC were all playing 17 games this year. <laughs> well, but well, everybody's playing you, 17. Six and 10 and or six and 11 or whatever. But that's that would just mean that they would just win all their division games and then win the division. No, I'm just saying they could win the division by only winning six games. Yeah. Okay. So they're beating everybody. They're beating all their division teams, and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> what he said is that's that's the, the rest of the rest that they needed to win. Right. Correct. They We're would, saying the same thing. They're okay. going to beat up their division They'll, and lose to everybody else. They could go to the playoffs <laughs> with a six six win season. <laughs> they could. They're going to win more than six games. Absolutely. Agree on that. That, yeah, that was my games. point. Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, MJ, your turn. Uh, I'll go with Tennessee too because I also don't like any of these other teams. Sorry, Neil. (laughs) And their head coach does really funny things during the draft. (laughs) Right. All right. The AFC East. I will start it off. The uh, this is the Bills, and it's all the Bills all the time. Uh, The Jets are terrible. Uh, They're gonna be terrible. It's the first year for their head coach, and I do like Robert Sala a lot, uh, but. You know, first-year quarterback, as good as he looked in the preseason, he's just going to have his head on a, a – like spinning like a top. It's just going to be a mess. Um, Dolphins, I, there's another uh, team that doesn't really like their quarterback. Um, I like Tua. I just don't know if he's an NFL starting caliber quarterback. He's a guy I think might need to uh, hold a clipboard. And the Patriots, another rookie quarterback. Um, it's just – it's not going to be good there either. Um, they did return a lot of people on defense that set out for COVID, but – I, I just don't trust them. Um, this is the Bills all the way. Mark, your turn. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more contested than that. Uh, the Bills don't really have a pass rush still. Um, they didn't really get better. They're just one year back into the system. So I do agree with you that I think that they are going to win the division, but I don't think it's going to be a far and away thing. 
Miami is interesting, but they don't, like you said, they don't really like their quarterback. And I think too is a future offensive coordinator somewhere and maybe even a head coach somewhere who knows, but he's, his future is definitely on the sideline. And uh, that'll be after he, you know, goes full bionic on both of his legs. Um, you know, 10 years down the road, he'll be a backup quarterback forever. And then he'll be, you know, somewhere along the lines of a Gary Kubiak down the lane. Um, the Jets we've covered, they are dog shit, absolute dog shit. And uh, the Bills, like I said, they're good, but they still don't have anybody to rush the passer. And you got to have, you got to put some pressure, especially when you're dealing with, you know, the, the quarterbacks in this conference. So, um, the Bills will win the division, but it's not like a wide margin. I really like the Patriots and what they've done. They have a rookie quarterback, and they have – i you know, we don't like him, but he is probably the best offensive coordinator in football uh, who's been a head coach 1.1 time. Uh, <laughs> I think that's 1.01. He didn't even make it yeah, in game. But, but, I mean, you can't, you can't argue with the fact that he's probably the best, you know, offensive coordinator in football. And so he will have schemes and he will dissect and they will, they will make a run at it. They'll, they'll definitely be a wild card team for sure. And could win the division, but yeah, I mean, you can't argue with the history and the bills will win the division. I think. Milty, you're up. The bills, um, the lower two teams that Mark was talking about. I, I just don't see it. The dolphins jets, you know, Pats, you know, they're, they seem to be, you know, they've always been there last year might've been a little bit different, but the bills all the way. MJ, your turn. I'm going to say the Bills, but I'm going to put a qualifier on it that they only get to be that good if they free Mr. Jack Eichel because the same owners who own the Bills own the Sabres. So if the Sabres don't clean their act up, I'm rejecting my hypothesis that the Bills are going to win, and I'm going to change my answer to New England too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just wait for NHL talk. That's coming, okay? It's not. We didn't put any on this year. <laughs> oh, we didn't? Oh, yeah. No, it's not on oh, there. It's not on there. All right. All right. Kayla, so do you your... want yeah, yeah, Kayla, do you want to just do the song real quick do, so do we the can song. get it out of the way? Hockey. Jack Eichel's still a Buffalo Saber. Moving on to the AFC West, the hometown division, I will start. This is Kansas City all the way. I do have Denver coming in second in the division. I do not trust the LA Chargers, and I do not trust the Las Vegas Raiders. Mark, I know you disagree. Well, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the Raiders. Uh, I'm not sure about the Broncos uh, just because the Chiefs are in the division. Um, I am going with the Chargers to win the division. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have to stay consistent to my word. (laughs) Milty, who you got? Yeah, the Broncos win 10 games, but it ain't near enough. The Chiefs take it all the way. Uh, The Raiders are last by a long shot. MJ. Milty, I thought that the Broncos were going to win 12 games. I said they had the opportunity, but 12 still wouldn't be enough. But you you said that you were going to win the bat. The, the, the bat we all we all we all made bats, degenerate bats, because you said to. Well, we made three bets: one that they would win bats. twelve games, one that they would win eleven games, one yeah. that they would win ten games. Based on your degeneracy, <laughs> and now you say nothing. Meoti, <laughs> when did you guys ever you? bet on what I said before? Never. Yeah. So I've got no concerns here either. It's not it's not horse racing, so yeah, who's not listening to you? <laughs> not the horses. Okay. Let us talk real quick about the season outlook and uh, make some predictions. Um, let's start first with the – I'm going to throw a little curveball here with the Denver record. Milty kind of gave me an idea, so he said 10 games, right? Denver's going to win 10, go 10 and 7. Um, I also have them winning 10 games. Uh, Mark? What Didn't do we do this Denver's- last week? But yeah, I think I picked 10 games as well. All right. MJ? We definitely did this last week, but yeah, 10 games. Yeah. What? I don't remember doing it, so I'm going to say 12. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. And let's tie this up and put a bow on it with our Super Bowl picks. There you go, Mark. That one's just for you. Uh, I have the LA Rams 
taking on Kansas City and the LA Rams are winning. Mark. Patriots make it to the Super Bowl with the rookie quarterback out of the wild card spot. Uh, in the NFC, I have the uh, Buccaneers making it again. And Tom Brady beats his old team in the Super Bowl and then rides off into the sunset. All right. Milty. Packers over the Bills. Plain and simple. MJ. How funny do I want to make this? I was going to say, that's the, that's her troll face right there. What you're seeing at home, what you're not seeing at home, ladies and gentlemen, is Michaela is attempting to troll the entire audience with her picks right now. Yeah, Cleveland over the Rams. <laughs> Could have been worse. Yeah, Full chaos. At least you got one from each, divi- uh, each conference. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. I'm actively looking at a list. <laughs> Which, let me just real quick here. NFL, your three-letter initials for some of these teams sucks. Like, T-A-M-N-W-E. I don't know who these fuckers are. <laughs> oh Michaela this is why we keep you around for this sort of insight <laughs> and last but not least your MVP MVP picks for the year I am going with Josh Allen Mark I forgot that this was on the agenda <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go a little bit off the record or off the record, off the beaten path. And I will say that Jameis Winston wins the MVP Wow! for the Saints. But you don't have him winning the division. Correct. He can still win, yeah, because he's coming in on the wild card, but he's going to have like 45 touchdowns and 12 picks and win the MVP. Milty. I've got a similar situation. I think it's going to go on defense this year. Steelers are going to be a wild card team, and TJ Watt is the MVP. Awesome. God, he better win the MVP for as much money as they fucking just gave him today. <laughs> Did you hear the story about how that deal got done? No, I I just saw the number. 80 million guaranteed is just fucking absolutely asinine. So the report so was money. the report was his agents were telling him they could get more if he waited another day. And he walked into Art Rooney's office and said, The deal's done. Now I have to go lift. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Watt boys are so white meat heady. Oh, God. Go have a Subway sandwich, bro. It's going to be fine. (laughs) All right, MJ. I stalled a little bit. Who'd you come up with? Uh, Jadavion Clowney. (laughs) Another defensive. Why? uh, Because he plays for the Browns and he's close to the top of the list. Oh, my goodness. All right. I have it all. He's a defensive guy. He is a defensive guy. Okay. Thank you very much. Have you much, ever Goon watched Jadavian Clowney play? No. <laughs> Nobody else has for an entire game either. Right. <laughs> Jadavian's mom hasn't seen him play an entire football game. <laughs> Great pick. I'm all about the memes. All right. Let's talk about the Hard Knocks season finale. I will be quick. It's cut down day. Lots of guys got cut. Lots of guys got signed. Uh, props to my guy. I was on him uh, from the beginning. Azur Kamara, uh, the, the guy who fled with his family, a uh, civil war in the Ivory Coast. He made the 53. Uh, and Isaac Alarcon is going to stay in the building on the practice squad. Um, again, the only Mexican-born player in the league. Good for him. Um, I got the sense watching this a little bit that Jerry's going to have a very short leash for Mike McCarthy. I think his shtick and you know mojo moments and all the crap that he spews is just going to wear thin. And I, I think Jerry is smarting a little bit from hanging on to Jason Garrett a little bit too long. And uh, if this doesn't go well, um, Mike's gone, and he may not make it very far at all, um, especially if the losses start piling up. If they don't even break uh, 500, he's gone at the end of the year. That's my prediction there. Um, All in all, good season. Uh, Entertaining as always. I still worry a little bit about Jerry Jones, but hey, there you go. He's not my owner. I really don't care. All right, Milty, you're up, sir. You have a fishing report. So just outside of the town of Webster, Massachusetts is a lake. This is a real place. The lake is called Chabanuma Gungamog. It also no, it's has. Not. That is not a it, real place. 
It sure is. It sure is. How do you? It spell actually that? has a C H A U B U N A G U N G A M. Slow the fuck down. C H A U B U N A G. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Holy shit. Now look at the other name that this place is called, and you're going to see why I didn't even try it because it's got another name that's 45 letters long. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm the name guy. I will pronounce anything that's put in front of me. I'm the name guy. I'm trying this one. Lake Chargagagagamachogagagachabungabunagungamog. You guys keep this up. I won't have to go through this routine. That fucking shit is awesome. Holy fuck. Go ahead, Milty. I want to hear yeah. about this shit. So the lake's name comes from uh, an Algonquin language. And uh, the story in the area is it translates to you fish on your side, I'll fish on my side, and we won't fish in the middle. Uh, it, it's got a little bit of a history to it. So Milty, Lake Chabungungamagog. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, think? my God. Um, <laughs> so... You know, Hurricane Ida was just up there recently and spilled the Atlantic Ocean into this lake, turning a bunch of big-eye tuna and bluefin tuna into the lake, and they are cleaning all the fish out of there. So we're going to go in there, regardless of what you said, I fish my side, you fish your side. We're going to take a boat and fish the middle. We're going to troll for these tuna. We're going to catch a couple of 600-pounders and sell them in Japan. How's that? I like where your head's at. All right. That was the... Milty's After Dark Fishing Report. Can I get an old man fishing? Old man! Lake Chagagabagabog <laughs> Fishing Report. <laughs> Thank you very much, Milty. Let's move on to the NCAA. A couple of fun games over the weekend. Let's start off with Notre Dame and Florida State. Mark, Florida State iced their own kicker. What the fuck? Uh, they didn't really ice him, but they sort of did. They halted the game so that they could get a closer field goal. It was a 51-yard attempt. They reviewed it. They got a 37-yard attempt, which he shanked. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, in all fairness, you'd want to take the 37-yard field goal, especially in college, over the 51-yard attempt. So I don't necessarily think it's icing per se, but everyone's going to go with it. The uh, more interesting storyline was after the game when uh, there was a bad joke that is really funny that I love that we always quote in this family that Brian <laughs> Kelly went with and the media just fucking flipped shit on Brian Kelly. And yeah, it was not a really well-played version of the joke, but it's a really funny joke and we should all talk about it. And if you as football fans and you as football reporters can't... Uh, learn your fucking football history and figure out what part of history that's from and realize it's just a fucking joke. You shouldn't be covering football. I think that that the, the amount of outrage about the, my whole team should be executed because he was talking about execution. The outrage over that was absolutely asinine. And so I just support Brian Kelly wholeheartedly for using that joke in public. Good for you, Brian Kelly. Good for you. bud. And that goes back to uh, Coach McKay of the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers in the 70s when it was asked about his offensive execution, and he said, I'm in favor of it. <laughs> and so Brian Kelly did the same thing. Same yeah, same, I'm in favor right. of execution. Right. I'm in favor. Maybe the whole team should be executed. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked that. I thought it was fucking great. <laughs> I can't believe he went there. And the thing that's funny about even the outrage is to Joe Tessitore's credit, and I love Joey Tess. He's a great announcer. He actually called out and referenced the joke seconds after that interview ended on national television, and people still lost their shit over it. Oh, it's it was like, awful. On. And it just Calm the fuck down, people. Calm yeah. the fuck down. Take your Prozac. Have a milkshake. Go to bed. You go to bed, Kay. Go to bed, Kay. <laughs> Milty, did you get a chance to watch the game at all? Oh, you know, I saw one play, and it was the missed field goal at the end. So I can't make any comments about that. You guys have already talked about 
you know, executing the team. So there, there's nothing else I can add to that. And what's wrong with the public that's listening to it or commenting on it? But go all bad. <laughs> go bad people. Mark said so. Bunga said so. Yeah. Go but uh, I, I'm not a big fan of either team. So I really didn't care who won or lost. But it's a shame where you get a field goal kicker out. And all he's trying to do is tie up the game, right? This is the way I understand it. And send it into double overtime. But oh, well. It happens. Yeah, and the, the game itself was a fantastic game. I mean, Notre Dame looked like they were going to run away with it, and Florida State fought their way back in. Uh, really fun to watch. It was a great college football uh, football game in the in the beginning of the season. So well done, both sides. Uh, let's hope we see more entertaining stuff like that in the future. Uh, Mark, the UCLA Bruins beat the LSU Tigers, and one of my favorite coaches, I love Coach Oak, Oh, Chirag, you talk like this all the time and you know, you know, you're going to play football. He's an old school guy, doesn't take any crap. Uh, it's just too bad he coaches for LSU, but he's a perfect fit, right, for those people down there. Um, oh, yeah, he's a total chow. He's a total he, fucking down south. <laughs> I have a really hard time. The only thing that distinguishes him and Patrick Mahomes is the goofy Creole accent. Otherwise, they sound exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) The big story for the game was that, you know, LSU came in ranked 16 and UCLA knocked them off. Mark, did you get a chance to watch it? What did you think? It was a good game. Um, LSU, I think, came in a little bit overrated, and I think we're going to see that this year. And Coach O (laughs) may not survive the year. Uh, On the other side, Chip Kelly, who I've always enjoyed Chip's coaching, and his style and what he does. Um, I, I really, I really hope he has a good year and I think they're going to win the PAC 12. So, um, and that could make it interesting. If, if UCLA wins the PAC 12, they, they have a run at making a final four. I don't think any other team seriously would. I mean, USC would, but they're garbage. So (laughs) I really hope that they make it because it would be cool to see a West coast team in the, get blown out in the final four. MJ, Ed Ogeron, what do you think? Uh, I don't think much. Hooray. (laughs) Milty, big upset. Pac-12 knocks off an SEC team. What do you think the ramifications are? It doesn't happen very often, but I think, you know, it's going to happen a couple times this year. I'm on Mark's side of it. I think uh, UCLA could go uh, easily win the Pac-12. Well, not easily. You have to win every game, right, or a good amount of them. But they're going to go the distance, win the Pac-12, and we'll see how they far they go in the playoffs. Awesome. Thank you so much, Goon Squad. Yes, Mark. <laughs> He's almost indistinguishable from the Cajun coach and water boy. Oh, dude, that's exactly what he is. <laughs> or like sort of Cookie Monster-ish if Cookie Monster was from the bayou. And he was eating crawfish heads instead of fucking cookies. Just like, oh, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Got to pinch the tail and suck on the head. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you very much, Goon Squad. Let's shift gears and talk about uh, Larry Walker, the hometown Colorado Rocky, first Rocky inducted into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to Larry Walker. Um, bad job baseball. Why is this thing on a Wednesday afternoon? Mark, what the fuck? Okay, so a couple of things I want to point out here. I'm not going to do the don't get me started here because I'm not that outraged by it. But first off, we're talking about West East Coast bias, right? Nobody talked about Larry Walker at all this week. Every single media outlet covered Derek fucking Jeter. Every single one did. Every single guy. And Larry Walker just got no coverage at all. And part of the reason is, is not only is it just Derek Jeter and the Yankees and blah, blah, blah. And oh, I'm a Yankees fan. But the whole ceremony is on a fucking Wednesday afternoon. Matt, what is Wednesday afternoon? Why couldn't they do it on Labor Day Monday when people are actually going to be watching TV instead of on a Wednesday when everyone's fucking working? 
Matt, tell me, tell me I'm not making any sense of this or like, I'm completely, I know I'm crazy, but tell me I'm not crazy about this. Like what the fuck are they thinking? Oh, what on is this, baseball thinking? On this point, you are absolutely correct. In a time when baseball is, um, and, and for years has seen you know, a decline in viewership, a decline of people in the gate, you need more eyes on the sport. And what better way to get more eyes on the sport than to celebrate your greatest players at a time when more people can watch it? I, I knew the, the enshrinement ceremony was coming. I just didn't really know when. And I, my wife and I both work from home, and I heard Larry Walker talking on the TV as I'm on a call on a Wednesday afternoon going, what the fuck is happening are they doing like some sort of pre-show nope got his bust he's there he's got a spongebob pin on he's ready to go like jesus just a dumb dumb decision uh milty your reaction well once again i you guys have said all needs to be said about the the timing of the broadcast and mark brought it up pretty much about everybody's talking about anything but the uh rockies Homer, you know, the guy, Larry Walker did, did a great job for so long, but you know, following up with marks on that East coast bias, how long did it take to get a Denver Bronco into the hall of fame? Um, and there were some great players along the way. It's, it's, it's good and unfortunate that it took John Elway to get into it. Um, but you know, it is after dark and I drink to major league baseball stupidity. <laughs> For those of you who can't see at home, Milty is now slugging down whiskey, fast and furious. MJ, pipe in here. What do you think? Larry Walker was one of my favorite is one of my favorite Rockies of all time. And I'm very glad that he made it into the Hall of Fame. I was worried that he wouldn't. But good for him. I wish I could have watched it. I was at work. But <laughs> hooray, he did it. <laughs> Everyone was at work because it was a fucking Wednesday afternoon <laughs> after a holiday weekend. They had four fucking days they could have played it because it was goddamn Labor Day weekend. <sighs> and they went with a Wednesday after the holiday. Put so it on stupid. at night. I mean, if you're going to do Wednesday, make it Wednesday night. Make it a primetime thing. Show it off. Not like anyone's watching the games anyway. Preempt a game and throw it on then. Baseball's got to be baseball. There's no football on Labor Day Monday or Sunday. Why couldn't you put it on one of those days when eyeballs are actually on TV? Right. It's just stupid decision. Just a stupid decision. All right. We're off our soapbox. Let's talk about more fun stuff and some bad baseball. That was the uh, Omega Mart uh, uh, cat box. (laughs) (laughs) Bank. All right. We are closing down the final weeks of the season. We're no longer going to talk about pace. We are now just going to talk about actual losses and teams that are in the hunt. First, the Rangers at 88 actual losses. The Pirates next at 90. Uh, Milty, the O's are at 93. Overtaken by the Diamondbacks at 95. So I think we've definitely got two, if not three. They're going to lose 100 games this year. Mark, what do you think? Bad baseball is bad. MJ. The return of the Diamondbacks. (laughs) And I don't think anyone's going to beat the Spiders. What do you think, Milty? You took the Spiders right away from me, man. That's that's the first thing I was going to say. Nobody's approaching 135 games. I mean, what does that mean? They win... For 32 game or 27 games in that year. Yeah. So, you know, the O's 93, they got 24 more games to lose seven. I don't think that's a problem. Diamondbacks at 95, they got 23 games to lose five. I mean, you got two for shoresies, right? And then probably three, like you said. Very good. Bad baseball is bad. Let's talk about the hometown team Rockies and the Dabu Dabu that we're looking for. We want the Rockies to have the best home record and the worst road record. Uh, right now, the Rockies are 45 and 27. Actually, now that's 46 and 27 because they just won a little while ago. Um, they are 
tied for most home wins uh, with the Dodgers, who are 46 and 23. Their road record is 18 and 50. The only other team that's close is the Diamondbacks. They are 17 and 52. So they got a shot both ways for our Dabu Dabu. Mark, can they do it? Dabu Dabu. Dabu Dabu. Animal style Dabu Dabu. If they do it, it's time to burn the dinger suit and bring in a new mascot for next year. <laughs> Did we actually decide what that was going to be? Just bring in Rocky from the Nuggets. Fuck it. That guy gets paid. He's the most highest paid mascot in the in all sports. Yeah. Just bring him in and they'll make him do double duty. I'm down. He can just do backflips all the way around the outfield. It'll be fine. I also said duty. <laughs> <laughs> MJ, think they got a shot? Yes. And if they do it, we're all going to get Dabu Dabus. Oh. Aminal style Dabu Dabu. That idea. That's awesome. Dabu Dabu's for everyone. I don't need a reason. I don't need a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> Milty, are you down for Dabu Dabu? I'm down for Dabu Dabu. I'm calling it. That's going to happen. Um, you know, <laughs> watching them yesterday, they lost to the Giants in the ninth inning. They actually won today. So, but I'm I'm calling it Dabu Dabu. It's going to happen. I mean, we got to have something to look forward to, right? Uh, Mark, you've got something you want to talk about baseball real quick? Yeah, uh, just a fun note. Um, anybody that was paying attention to any baseball last week noticed that there were a lot of Red Sox that kind of went on the COVID list. And then suddenly there was only like six cases and that kind of stopped. Um, Hunter Renfro came out yesterday or the day before and said, well, that's because baseball told the Red Sox to stop testing. <laughs> and of course, there was a bit of a rebuttal on that today from Major League Baseball and from the Red Sox. No, no, we didn't. No, sh- shut up, Hunter Redfro. But uh, I mean, how funny is that? Like they just told the Red Sox to stop testing. I don't know why you guys have so many cases. You know, we it's like the Trump thing. The reason why we have so many cases is because we're testing more than anybody else. Like if you guys just stop testing, then you won't have any more cases of COVID. <laughs> I 100% believe that that's exactly what happened. Right. <laughs> Rob Manfred totally just went over there and was like, Red Sox, what are you doing? Stop testing people. Uh, I need to get these games in. Let's just put that on the pile of bad decisions by baseball. Because I mean, it's just like the the World Series last year where they pulled the fucking Muppet lookalike out of the game in the third inning after he tested positive. So fucking stupid. And then let him come out and celebrate after the game is over. And then they were stunned when half the team came down with COVID. So fucking stupid, man. I just don't, it just blows my fucking mind, man. It's just crazy. Good on Hunter Renfro for outing baseball. All right. It's not going to catch any media attention because they're already sweeping it under the rug, but man, that's fun. All right. Thank you very much, Mark. We're going to go back to you and let's talk about some sweet stuff. Cue that eight bit music and hit us with your dessert review of the week. Scrum delumptious. Teamwork. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to talk about uh, a New Mexico joint. We had the opportunity last weekend to go down and enjoy the original Meow Wolf there, the House of Eternal Return in Santa Fe. Um, I had seen it before. It is a wonderful exhibit if you get a chance to go. I strongly recommend it if you are able-bodied and have some mental fortitude to be able to withstand it. I tell you to enjoy it. Uh, we went there before the one in Denver opens here in a couple weeks, which I am super excited for Convergence Station and all aspects of super excited that you can possibly be. Uh, but while we were down there, MJ, myself, and Bobby, we decided to stop and Albuquerque and have one of our favorites, Sadie's. Mmm, Sadie's is so delicious. The spicy, spicy salsa, the wonderful, wonderful food. I had a combo platter that actually had red chili rib on it and, uh, you know, the Christmas chili on everything else and just wonderful. Oh, so good. And, of course, my girlfriend who's got white girl mouth decided to have a club sandwich, which is also awesome. Uh, But after dessert, after dinner, we had some fried ice cream, which was delicious. But more importantly, let's talk about the 
Sopapilla Sunday, which had a mint chocolate chip on top of a Sopapilla with some, uh, you know, whipped cream and maraschino cherry. Nice and simple. The ice cream on top of the Sopapilla was awesome. It was just mint chocolate chip ice cream on top of a Sopapilla with whipped cream and a cherry on top. It was delicious. There are, I believe, four or five Sadie's locations in New Mexico. Uh, check them out if you get a chance to do it. I strongly recommend Sadie's if you go to Albuquerque. Enjoy it. And if you want to try the salsa, it is available at uh, most grocery stores around here. Uh, if you're not used to super hot, get the not as hot. It's still pretty spicy, but I love the hot salsa. Yeah. And um, two things about buying it at the grocery stores around here, um, because we do have listeners all over the planet around here is obviously in Denver, Colorado. Uh, two, it is at a premium. I think you can buy a jar for what, like six or seven bucks. And it's like, oh, no, the, the, the small jars are like four bucks. They're, they're not, oh, not where are you yeah. getting them at? Because I'm going there tomorrow. If you're getting them for four bucks like somewhere, Walmart, dude, four bucks. Yeah. Four, oh four fifty, something like that. Maybe cheaper, maybe cheaper tomorrow. by the case. I might go there tomorrow if they're $4 and I hate Walmart. (laughs) Anyways, back to you. That's the desserts. And if you go to Sadie's, you can bring the salsa home. They've got the half gallon jugs for like eight in the restaurant. And they have like eight kinds of salsa now too. Yeah. That you can get. Oh yeah. This is delicious. I love Sadie's. That's one of our go-tos. All right. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you sharing that with us. Let us finally tie this up. MJ, your time to shine. Hit us with your knowledge and share the dipshit of the week. Uh, the dipshit of the week this week is going to be the Seattle Kraken, the NHL's newest franchise, because they, whether they wanted to or not, had a picture of their Zamboni at their practice facility released, and it's a Starbucks cup. Um, I know it's Seattle and that they're supposed to be like, ooh, big Starbucks, but I am currently showing the panel a picture of this Zamboni. I hate it. That's dumb. It's just the mermaid head. That is dumb. That's really dumb. I I don't like it at all. I don't like coffee, Starbucks, or anything that has to do with coffee or Starbucks. And their their practice facility, I'm showing them a picture, has a giant Starbucks logo on it, too. It's bigger than the Kraken logo. Yeah. (laughs) How much did Starbucks pay for that shit? I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, no Nike symbols, no Jimi Hendrix, no Nirvana, just Starbucks? Just Starbucks, and that's their practice facilities. Gross. So I was like, uh, uh, yeah, they get the dipshit of the week for deciding that that was necessary. Grodiness. Yeah, totally grody. Good job, Seattle. You are not going to be good at all. Just karma is going to take a shit on you right there. No, we have to. They have to get at least sixty points. Why? Because I put a bet on them, in like whenever I went to Vegas last, <laughs> that they would get at least sixty points. <laughs> that was my degenerate yeah, bet. I was just gonna say, not only do we have a dipshit of the week, but we have MJ's degenerate bet of the week, <laughs> putting down money on the sixty-point prop for the Krakens. Oh, Looks shit. like we're gonna have something else to track once that season starts. Aren't good we? thing you good make a note of it. <laughs> yeah, please write that down, Matt. <laughs> oh, I no, already it's have. okay. The the tickets is in the front of my like of my purse. I have it with me at all times. From the oh, flamingo. Is there any other fun props that you want to let us know? Anything else that you have for the 2020-2021-2022 season? Uh, no, I didn't put anything else down. Just that yet. the Kraken would win yet. Yet. <laughs> 60 points. I have the BetMGM app on my phone. We, we, we can see what happens. I think we all do. <laughs> Very true. Yes, we all do. All it's right. dangerous. It's dangerous <laughs> living, man. All right. Thank you, MJ. Appreciate it. I do want to point one thing out real quick. This is a milestone episode for us. This is episode 20. Woohoo! Man, 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 man. Let's all celebrate our 20th episode. Yay! And we're always looking for more people to join the squad. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter and on Facebook. Twitter is at the Idiot Goons. Facebook search. Uh, my brother is an idiot. Um, always looking to talk to the goons and have a good time there. Milty, time for final thoughts. What do you got, buddy? 
All right, follow me on this. It's football, fishing, fall, and I'm a fan. That's a lot of Fs. Yeah, I could throw a couple more in there, but you guys have taken care of that throughout the broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) MJ, looking nice and cozy with your cat. What do you got? Don't stop licking me. (laughs) (laughs) I have my baby kitty. He's very cute. Uh, Yay, good up. Better ep than last week. Hooray! <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. Hit us. My favorite bit. Let's go. Guns up. Guns up. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. We love you. Uh, this game is really interesting currently that's on TV, and it's getting more and more interesting by the second. Uh, so we're going to go enjoy that, and hopefully it ends very, very well. I uh, just want to let you know that Mexico, we we love you, but we hate you because you're still not listening. And all 30 states, we uh, we appreciate you. I'm sure it's more like 35 or 40 or 50 or whatever. Maybe not Alaska or Hawaii. We're not sure. I don't get those demos. But for all of those listening in Denver, Las Cruces, London, Athens, Amsterdam, Austin, Auckland, Bulgaria, Bogota, Reykjavik, Berlin, Perth, Mumbai, Trinidad and Tobacco, Tbilisi, Sicily, Abu Dhabi, Riyadh, Ontario, Canada, and Gothenburg, where the metal comes from. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) And for those that don't know, we picked up a new listener in Sweden this week. So thank you very much, Sweden. We love you guys. It's probably our friend from Avatar. That's who listened. They heard about us talking about them. They did. That's why I picked Gothenburg. That's where they're from. I can pretty much guarantee you that uh, it's not Gene Mingo. That's the one thing I can guarantee there. So there you go. I don't think Gene Mingo is hanging out in Sweden. No, I don't think so either. All right. Good reach, bud. Yeah, well, you know, we had to get him in somehow. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much for uh, Mark, uh, Milty, and MJ. My name's Matt. We really love you guys and appreciate you sticking around. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. See ya, bro. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.